Master is a human being. He is a human being come just like ourselves. He is a human being who has job to do. He is a human being who earns his own living. He doesn't depend upon the donations given by his disciples. He earns his own living. A perfect living master has never lived on donations of anybody. He leads a life just like anybody else. I learned this from him that no matter how much work I do for master and his seva, how many people I come and help there with any way, whatever they want, there's never any charge. Nobody can pay me for anything that I do, which is not a spiritual touch in it. I gave some talks in the university, in the midst of the talk where I was being paid. It was not a talk on spirituality, a talk on a scientific subject. The middle somebody asked me a question, which was spiritual. I answered and declined the fee for the whole lecture. I said, "Sorry, it turned spiritual in the middle." I cannot charge anything for any seva I can do spiritually. Therefore, master's work. I am doing my business. I, I have an office. At age eighty-eight, I am still working. I have to take care of my family. I have to take care of my children and grandchildren. They sometimes want help from me. I work. People tell me, "Why are you working?" I said, "Because I have a very expensive wife." <laughs> He wants a big bungalow. <laughs> I am used to living. I had such a small quarter in the Dera. I had a little house. This was a house, uh, like a double story. The upper one had a small little room. My father actually built it in the Dera. It was so small. When I took my friends to show me where I meditated, they were shocked. They went and saw only one small cot would fit in. If I slept, I slept wall to wall, and then on top there were cobwebs, and then there were some lizards. Some of my American friends wouldn't go in; the lizard will fall on them. I said, "I have not only slept; I have meditated very comfortably. I have never noticed these animals around me." He said, "How could you do that? Didn't they frighten you?" I said, fright only comes when you are afraid of them. You are afraid of them. What will happen? If you don't think of what will happen, you are never afraid. Do you know all fear comes from what will happen, not what has happened. What happens? What has happened gives you strength to meet it. Makes you know what to do. These experiments have been conducted about fear. That people were taken into a forest. There's an animal here roaming. They're afraid. We don't know where he is. Where, where, where will he attack us? When the animal comes in front, fear goes away. Is replaced by another emotion. How to escape? How to meet it? How to beat it? Not fear. Fear is of the unknown, and that's why when you don't know, you are afraid. So you could look at. I looked at those creatures. I said, "So wonderful! You are living in the Dera. You'll all be human beings next time. I, I am so happy to see you. Futures of Sangis <laughs> looked upon them so differently, and had sound sleep, woke up early, little room. I must tell you today 
I don't need more than the little room ever again or ever since that time. So why am I living in a big house? Old karma. <laughs> we have to pay our karma. So that is why I still work. It's okay. I enjoy it. I love it. 